We welcome you again to our children's series, a series of teachings aimed at shaping our children in the fear of the Lord. And it is a series of teachings bringing together the parents, the pastors, and the children so that the children may discover what they ought to be, cooperate with God and their parent and to be shaped into models children that will be a blessing to their generation and a blessing to the purposes of God. The parent will discover what the children ought to be and equally cooperate with God to shape their own children and bring them up to become model children. We are in part one and today we are looking at our fourth lesson. We shall be studying the life of young Samuel, a child that was received through prayer, shaped by prayer, dedicated to be in the presence of God, and in the presence of God trained to pray, and lived all his life shaping the history and the people of Israel through prayer and through the word of God. Welcome as we study the life of Samuel together. We shall be looking at the book of First Samuel. Open your Bible to the book of First Samuel chapter 1. From verse 1. There was a certain man from Ramathaim, a Rufite, a Zufite from the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf, an Ephraimite. He had two wives. One was called Hannah and the other Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had none. And this Hannah was the mother of Samuel that we are actually studying today. Penina had children, not just a child, and the mother of Samuel had none. Let's continue verse 3. Year after year, this man went up from his town to worship and sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shiloh, where Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were priests of the Lord. Whenever the day came for Ekana to sacrifice, he would give portions of meat to his wife Penina and to all her sons and daughters. So she has sons and daughters, but to Hannah he gave a double portion because he loved her and the Lord had closed her womb. And because the Lord had closed her womb, her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Ekana, her husband, would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Here we see that 
Hannah had no children, and the reason is that the Lord had closed her womb. The Lord had closed her womb. So even if she desired to have children, she would not have had children at that time because God had done something. The Lord had closed her womb. And there may have been many reasons why the Lord closed her womb. The Lord may have closed her womb because it was not yet time for her to have a child. There is God's timing for everybody. The Lord may have closed her womb because she needed to learn to pray so that she will know how to receive a child from God and equally know how to shape that child that she has received through prayer from God. The Lord may have closed her womb because she needed to value this child. Uh, Penina had children. The Lord did not close her womb. She had many children. But we do not know today the name of a single child of Penina. None of the children became children of consequences because they, she got the children. She never prayed for the children. She never shaped the children's life. And today we know about Samuel. She needed to value a child, so this child, so that she would not be careless with Samuel like other parents. One of the reasons many parents are careless with their children is that they just started having children. One, one, two, three, four, five, six. The children were just coming. The children were just coming. And they have not come to value, to know the, the value of a child. Hannah needed to learn the value of a child so that she can build this child up as a child who was worth somebody. She needed to learn that children came from God. Children are a gift from God for the purpose of the Lord and therefore they are received from God through prayer and given back to God in order that God may use them to accomplish something. So the Lord had closed her womb. And then her rival, her co-wife kept irritating her, provoking her, insulting her. Let's look at verse 9. Once when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli the priest was sitting on the chair by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. Verse 10 says, in bitterness of soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to the Lord. She made a vow saying, O Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's mystery and remember me, and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no razor will be will ever be used on his head. She prayed to receive Samuel. She prayed in the bitterness of her soul. She wept. She prayed to the Lord. No person who does this before God will ever fail to value such a gift that comes as a product, as a fruit of prayer. 
Then she made a vow to God. We do not see any place where Penina made a vow committing herself to God that whatever child she received from God, she was going to give back to God. So the delay in having a child did something in the life of Hannah. Hannah knew that children came from God. And Hannah committed herself that the child that God gives her, she will give that child back to God. And that is why Samuel became the type of person that he became. Because before Samuel was born, a vow was made to God that this child will be given over to the Lord. Today we don't know about any child that came from Penina. There were, the, there were children that were of no consequence. They were born, they lived, they died, they left no impact because there was no commitment by a parent, by the mother, that this child, when this child comes, I am going to hand over this child to the Lord. A commitment. So Samuel was received as an answer to prayer. And therefore, immediately the mother received the child, the, child, the mother knew this child must be given back to God. And listen to what the mother said. She said, if only you look upon me, if only you give me a child, if only you give me a son, I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life. The building of children begins before children are born. A commitment that when you get this child, you will hand over that child to the Lord all the days of his life, all the days of her life. And Hannah said, no razor will ever be used on his head. Hannah was saying, if I have a child, number one, I will hand over that child to the Lord. Number two, that child will be a consecrated child. It will be a, it will be a surrendered child. I will hand over this child to the Lord. The child will not just be any type or a, a, a common child that does whatever he wants, stays where he wants. No, the child will be totally given to the Lord. The child will be a consecrated child. Children that come and parents know that these children were received from God and therefore they cannot be careless with those children. And if you are a child, you are, you came from God and you cannot become careless with your child, with your life. And therefore you must surrender your life totally to the Lord and be consecrated to live for the Lord all the days of your life. Even if your parents are not making that commitment to God on your, for, for your sake, make that commitment to God and tell the Lord, Lord, I came from you and I am going to be surrendered to the Lord, to be consecrated to you 
all the days of my life. From verse 15, uh, 12. As she, she kept praying, she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart. And her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Ellie thought she was drunk and said, How long will you keep on getting drunk? Get rid of your wine. Verse 15, Not so, my Lord, Hannah replied. I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my heart, my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief. So Hannah was not a drunkard. She was a woman burdened. She wanted a child because God, there was a child that must come from God to be used by God to accomplish the purposes of God. Children are received from God through prayer. Shaped through prayer, given back to God to be used by God to accomplish his purposes. Verse 17, Eli answered, go in peace. I'm a God of Israel. Grant you what you have asked of him. When you are serious, leaders will equally pray for you. So Ellie prayed for her. She prayed for herself. Ellie prayed for her. We go to verse 20. <clears throat> so in the course of time, Hannah conceived and gave birth to a son. She named him Samuel, saying, because I asked the Lord for him. She conceived, gave birth to Samuel, a child, and she named the child. This child is an answer to my prayer. I ask the Lord for him. I ask the Lord for him. That's what Samuel means. The meaning of Samuel means received from God through prayer. Received from God through prayer. So we pray to have the children. We pray to shape the children. And the children are built because they were received from God. Every child is a gift from God to be built by the parent for a purpose. So as a child, you are a gift from God. We saw it in one of our lessons. That you are an arrow to be built, to be used by God to fight his battle. Let's go to verse 22. Hannah said, After the boy is wind, I will take him and present him before the Lord, and he will live there always. A commitment that this child will be taken. And this child will live in the presence of the Lord all the days of his life. This is what shaping the life of a child is. We saw it in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus told his parents, did you not know that I must be in my father's house 
For many parents, it is instead the children who know it that they must be in their father's house. They must be in the house of God. The future of the children depends on whether we have shape these children in the house of God, in the presence of the Lord, whether the children have been committed and handed over to the Lord to live in the presence of the Lord, to live in the house of the Lord, to live in the hands of the Lord all the days of of their lives. Children committed to God will be kept by the Lord, will be shaped by the Lord, will be molded by the Lord, and those children will grow up to be children who will be models in their character and models in every area of their lives. She said, after the boy is weaned, in those days they used to win children about three, four, or even five years. Let's continue a bit. Verse 23. Do what, this is what the husband said. Do what seems best to you. Ekana, her husband, told her. Stay here until you have weaned the child. Only may the Lord make good his word. So the woman stayed at home and nursed her son until she had weaned him. The nursing of her son until she had weaned him. So there is a, a, a time we saw that the mother of Moses was able to nurse Moses and prepare Moses so that by the time Moses was encountering the wisdom, the education of Egypt, Moses already had the ability to say no to certain things that he was learning that were wrong. It is in the same way that we see here, Hannah is nursing her child because her child one day will be if in the temple and in that temple there will be people, children, who are practicing evil. And her own child will be able to say no, I am in the temple for a purpose. Verse 24. After he was weaned, she took the boy with her, young as he was, along with a three-year-old bowl, an ephah of flour, and a, a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh. When they had slaughtered the bowl, they brought the boy to Eli. The starting point for any for a child's future is this taking of the child and handing over the child. After the child was weaned, she brought the child and then she told in verse 27, she told the priest, I prayed for this child and the Lord granted to me what I asked of him. Now I give him to the Lord. For his whole life, he will be given over to the Lord. I prayed for this child. There are many parents, God gives them children, and instead of handing the the children over to the Lord, they 
possess the children, keep the children for themselves, and unfortunately, the children cannot grow up to love the Lord. They keep the children away from the Lord. Hannah took her child, her son, received from God, back to God, and committed the child to the Lord to live in the house of the Lord all the days of his life. The starting point for a great future for a child, a purposeful, purposeful future, is that the parent should surrender that child to the Lord. The child should be taken to the Lord, to the presence of the Lord, dedicated, given to the Lord, and not just given by word, in a practical way, committed to the Lord, and then the parent don't just throw the child in the house of the Lord. The parent hand over the child to the Lord under the care of someone. Here, Hannah handed over her child to the Lord through Ellie so that Ellie will shape Samuel to grow up to serve the Lord. The child was handed over to someone who will shape his child. This is the whole thing of what the making of disciple is. Should parents have the responsibility to ensure that, number one, their children are dedicated to God. Number two, apart from the fact that they are building the children at home, there is equally someone in the house of the Lord who is training this child to grow up, to love the Lord, to grow up, to serve the Lord, to grow up, to be totally committed to the Lord. So that there's a cooperation between the parent and spiritual leadership. Dedicated to the Lord, but you know specifically that there is someone whom you are encouraging the child to go close to in order that you, the child may be built up by that person to know the ways of the Lord as you are equally doing at home and built up to serve the Lord. The child should be helped from the word go to know that he has been handed over. Samuel was taken and Samuel was told, I am taking you to the house of the Lord and you will be handed over in the house of the Lord. You will be given over to the priest and the priest will build you up, not building you up for us, but building you up for the Lord. Children should be told they need to be told, it needs to be explained to them. We are taking you, we are handing you over to the Lord and you will be built up. And when you are built up, you will be built up in order to serve the Lord. Someone knew it. Someone knew it. So the child should be helped from the word go to, to know that he has been handed over to God and there is a servant of God who has received him in the, on the behalf of the Lord and who built him up to be used by the Lord. Most parents are building their children to be used by the world. 
and they have done everything possible to keep the child away from being influenced spiritually by servants of God. It's not enough to verbally dedicate a child. Let it be practical. Let it be very clear that you are pay, you are following up that this child is being followed up. This child is being shaped. This child is being helped to know how to serve the Lord. So, Hannah fulfills her commitment by taking this child that was received from the Lord and handing over the child in the house of the Lord and making sure that the child is in the hand of someone. Every child must have a maker of disciple. Every child must have somebody who is teaching him up, teaching him in the ways of the Lord. Who is monitoring his life. Every child we see in First Samuel chapter 2 now, verse 11, Then Elkanah went home to Ramah, but the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. So, the parent left the child in the temple, and this child was now under Eli, under the tutorship, the mentorship of Eli. Children must begin to minister to the Lord young as they are under the supervision of someone. And that person is what is we call his maker of disciples, his mentor, someone supervising him, somebody building him up at a personal level. We do not just, we, most of the time we just expect children that when they grow up, they will start serving the Lord. How many of us today, we just expect our children that when they grow up, they will become doctors, but we have not taken the pathway of training them so that they will truly grow up. They will learn all the subjects that will take them to a medical school. Then they will go to the medical school. They will be trained in the art of medicine. Do all the, learn all the theories. Learn all the practical things. And finally graduate as medical doctors. We expect our children to serve the Lord tomorrow, but we are not training them in the service of God today. So Samuel, minister or serve before the Lord under Eli. Every child must be serving before the Lord, serving God under someone so that you learn how to serve the Lord and you are being corrected. Do you set a number of practical things so that tomorrow, even if you are not being supervised, you have been trained in the art of serving God. If we do not train our children in this pathway of serving the Lord, then our children can never grow up to know how to serve God. And that is why we have many of our children have grown up, they have become engineers. 
After three years when they were born, they surrendered their life to the Lord. And they equally went to school. They have grown up to become engineers, but they do not know any engineering in the service of God. They do not know how to serve the Lord. Because we concentrated in one area and forgot the most critical aspect of their lives. The fact that they came from God and they were to be used by God. They came from God to be trained by us for God so that God would take them and use them. Unfortunately, we forgot about that because most parents had a worldly. They are only thinking about transforming their children to become kings in Egypt. We shape our children to serve God tomorrow. And if that will be so, we ensure that they are being helped to learn how to serve the Lord today. What is your child doing in the church? What is your child doing, young as he or she is? So that tomorrow, he will truly grow to serve God in a better way. We are seeing First Samuel chapter 2 from verse 12. Samuel found himself serving the Lord. But there was, he was not the only person there. There were some priests, the sons of Eli. Verse 12. Eli's sons were wicked men. They had no regard for the Lord. Now it was the practice of the priest with the people that whenever anyone offered a sacrifice and while the meat was being boiled, the servant of the priest would come with a three-pronged fork in his hand. He would plunge it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot and the priest would take for himself whatever the fork brought out. This is how they treated all the Israelites who came to Shiloh. Samuel found himself near the wicked sons of Eli. And as we said earlier, his mother had nursed him. Your children will also meet wicked people within the church. There will be wicked people because not everybody who come to church is, is saved, is changed. Whether they will copy those wicked people or they will copy the right people depend on how you have brought that child up. Moses' mother shaped the life of Moses so that in the palace he did not see himself as an Egyptian. Jesus' parent shaped the life of Jesus so that Jesus, while he was in the temple, was not jumping all over like some of our children are doing. And as we saw, Timothy learned the Holy Scripture right from childhood and he shaped his life. So our children should be built up so that there's an inner barrier that makes them to reject evil, whether that evil is found in the church or outside the church. So Samuel found himself near the wicked sons of Eli, but he did not become wicked. These sons of Eli, instead of serving the Lord, 
They were feasting on what was being offered to the Lord. They were living for themselves. They were thinking only about their stomach. And such people can never serve God. They will be rejected by the Lord. So the, 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 the sons of Eli were wicked. They ate the sacrifice of the Lord. And here we see that they had their servant. Instead of serving God, they had servant who were serving them. And that's how in many homes, children are not being helped to serve. Servants are gathered all over to serve the children. Children who want to be served and do not want to serve can never leave a great impact with their life. They can never be model children. In many homes, everything is done by the maid. And the children are shielded. Children don't even learn to do. They cannot even learn to wash their, their, their plates. They eat, look for the maid. And even the parent rebuke the maid. If the man was, was asking a child to do a single practical thing, what type of children will grow up, will your children grow up to be if you are not teaching them to be servants? The children of early had servants. Fortunately, Samuel, verse 18 of 1 Samuel chapter 2, but Samuel ministered before the Lord he ministered before the Lord. The sons of Eli were being served, but Samuel was ministering. Are you a child that is being uh, served? Your parents have gotten servant for you? Are you a child who is serving or you are being served? Samuel was serving a boy wearing a linen effort. The effort was the, an apron that a priest used in order to use it to inquire. It was a spiritual dress, an apron used for inquiring from the Lord. So he started learning how to receive from God. Many parents have not taught their children truly how to be servant. So this child, Samuel, was wearing a linen effort. Verse 19 says, Each year his mother made him a linen robe and brought it to him when she went up with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice. Each year, just one, 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 one rope brought to Samuel. For many children, every parent, every month, they buy all sorts of clothing, a hundred, a thousand and one clothing for the children. Samuel was trained, was shaped in a simple, to learn simplicity in his lifestyle. And therefore he could never be a worldly servant of the Lord. Unfortunately, look at what is happening. Many of our children are being shaped to be worldly. Look at all that is being put upon a child. 
Children are being taught worldliness instead of simplicity. And tomorrow, even if they are serving God, they will be worldly servant of the Lord. For Samuel, the mother went once a year with a rope. He lived in the presence of the Lord. His lifestyle was not complicated by the parent. Is that what you are doing to your own children? Chapter, chapter 2 again, verse 22. Now Eli, who was very old, heard about everything his sons were doing to all Israel. And how they slept with the women who served at the entrance to the tent of meeting. So right in the temple, the children of the priests, look at what they were doing. They were wicked, committing immorality, despising God, insulting the people of God. And the father, the parent, the father was hearing about it. He said to them, why do you do such thing I hear from all the people about this wicked deed of yours? There are two types of children. There are children who are built up to fear God and there are children who are left and they, they don't fear God. And such children who are built up to fear God are children who will be blessed tomorrow and children who are not built up to fear the Lord are children who will be judged tomorrow as we can see here in the life of the sons of Eli. The father heard about it. He spoke to them. Why do you do such thing? I hear from all the people about this wicked deed of yours. No, my son, it is not a good report that I hear, that I hear spreading among the peoples, uh, the lost people. So their life was not presenting a good report. The shaping of our children is to present, produce children whose life will produce a good report. Who will be models? Who will be the right example? Children that God can use. Unfortunately, that is not what the children of Eli was. But Samuel's mother had prepared Samuel so that these wicked children will not influence Samuel. He nursed Samuel, built Samuel, and told Samuel, you are going to the house of the Lord. You will remain there all the days of your life. You will not copy the wrong example. Because she also knew, the mother of Samuel knew that Eli's children had, were wrong children, wicked children. And she told the son, and it is a parent responsibility to warn their children, to tell their children, I don't want you to copy the wrong example of these other children that you will meet. When we leave our children to float in the air, we ruin our children. And children must listen to their parents because they early spoke to his children. The children did not listen. And children who don't listen to their parents, to their spiritual leaders, are children who will be judged by God. Verse 25, if a man sins against another man, God may mediate for him. But if a man sins against the Lord, who will intercede for him? 
His son, however, did not listen to their father's rebuke, for it was the Lord's, for it was the Lord's will to put them to death. When you don't listen, after you have corrected you, corrected you as a child, their parent correct you, rebuke you, punish you, and then you grumble. God one day will put you to death. Verse 26. And the boy Samuel continue to grow in stature and in favor with the Lord and with men. That is what happened. We saw the same thing in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. He grew in stature. He grew in favor with God, in favor with men. That is what happened when your life is right. You will grow in favor with God. You will grow in favor with men. You will grow in stature. You will not be a child that will be ruined. Are you such a child that will be destroyed? Or you are a child that God will use tomorrow? Let's go down to verse 35. When uh, What was happening concerning the, the sons of Eli? God sent a prophet to warn him, to tell him that he was going to kill his children. That all of them would die on one day. And God said he was going it's better we read it from verse 30. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel declared, I promised that your house and your father's house would minister before me forever. That was the promise of God. God may have a wonderful plan for you. But now, declares the Lord, far be it for me. Those who honor me, I will honor. If you honor God as a child, God will honor you. But those who despise me will be disdained. Those who despise the Lord, who don't listen to advice, who don't listen to correction, God will change his mind concerning you and judge you. The time is coming when I will cut short your strength and the strength of your father's house so that there will not be an old man in your family and you will, you will see distress in my dwelling. Although good will be done to Israel in your family line, there will never be an old man. That is what normally happens to a family where the children are wild, where the children don't listen to the parents, where the children cannot be shaped by the spiritual leaders, where the children are permitted to do what they want when they want. Finally, that family will become a ruined family. Every one of you that I do not and the Lord said, although good will be done to Israel and good will be done to the people of God, but in your family, good will not be done. Don't be a child that will bring a curse to your family. Don't be a child that will be a child that will bring make your family to be a ruined family. Every one of you that I do not cut off from your from my altar will be spared only to blind your eye with tears and to grieve, grieve your heart. And all your descendants will die in the prime of life. When children are disobedient children and parents do not correct them, there is a curse that comes upon that family. It is the curse of early death. <clears throat> Let's go to verse 35. And I will raise up for myself a faithful priest. And that is what God wants to do to our children. A faithful priest. Who would do according to what is on my heart. And that is who Samuel was. 
and I will firmly establish his family. If you are faithful, doing what God wants, God will establish your family. And he will minister before my anointed one. Then everybody left in your family line will come and bow down before him for a piece of silver and a cross of bread and plate. Appoint me to some priestly office so that I can serve for food. If you are a child that is well built up and you fear the Lord, you will become a child tomorrow that will be blessed. But if you are a child that does not listen to your parent, you will become a child tomorrow that will be cursed. You will be a poor, you will be a beggar and you will die early. So when we are building you up, we are building you to succeed, we are building you to be a giver, we are building you up so that your life will not be cut short. Because the Bible says, children, obey your parents in the Lord so that you may have long life. So it may go well with you and you, you will have long life. Finally, we see Samuel in chapter 3. In chapter 3, the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. As we said earlier, he was handed over to the Lord. Then he ministered under Eli. And in chapter 3, we see in those days the word of the Lord was rare and there were no mini vision. And in this chapter, we see the Lord came calling Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel did not know that it was the Lord. He ran to Eli. And then the early said, I'm not call you. He called again. He heard the voice again. Because Eli to go and lie down. Again and again. Until Eli told him, go lie down. If you hear the voice, say, Lord speak. Your servant is listening. Eli helped Samuel to know how to hear the voice of God. And how to respond to the voice of God. And when Samuel heard the voice thinking that it was Eli, Samuel ran to, ran to Eli. Samuel had been raised up by the mother to know that when a man calls, when a leader calls, when elderly people call, you don't grumble, you run very fast, even if you are waking up from sleep. Samuel was in the temple. He was a servant to Eli. Samuel will run to Eli. Is that how you are? Are you such a child who will run to, to, to the elderly when they call you or you drag your feet? So Samuel now learns how to hear the voice of God. As we round up, look at verse 19. Chapter 3. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up. If your life is right, the Lord will be with you. And let none of his word fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. So we build up children to fear God because those who fear the Lord, the Lord will be with them. The Lord will back them. The Lord will use them. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh and then reveal himself to Samuel through his word. So the Lord was with Samuel. The Lord backed this word of Samuel and everybody knew that that man, that boy, is a prophet. And God appeared to him again and again. And finally, Samuel 
entire ministry. Chapter 4 verse 1. And Samuel's word came to all Israel. Samuel was built. And Samuel became a minister, a leader. Samuel became a prophet. Samuel became a priest. And Samuel, the Lord was with Samuel. And all the people of Israel went to Samuel. And the mother of Samuel had shaped Samuel. Samuel knew to pray. Taught to pray by the mother. Because he saw it in the life of the mother. Saw it in the temple. And as we see in chapter... When there was a problem in Israel, in chapter 7, the people of Israel came to Samuel. Chapter 7, verse 5. And then Samuel asked, Samuel said, Assemble all Israel at Mizpah, and I will intercede with the Lord for you. Samuel knew that he was an intercessor. He would gather all the people and pray for them. And when they assembled, they fasted because Samuel knew how to fast. They confessed their sin. And then as we continue, and as some, Samuel, as the Philistines were coming to attack, the people told Samuel, do not stop praying, crying to the Lord for us. Samuel had been built up to become a person that people could come to him so that he would pray for them. And as he prayed, God answered. And God defeated the enemy of the people of Israel. God is raising you up so that he will use you. So Samuel was an intercessor. He was a teacher. He was a priest. He was a prophet. He was a leader. Because he had been built up. He could not be influenced by wrong character because his mother had shaped him. He was presented to the Lord, received from the Lord, and handed over to the Lord. And the mother ensured that she had the right builder, somebody who would build maker of disciples, who built him up. And he served the Lord on that early and was trained how to serve the Lord. And he grew up serving the Lord. It is our responsibility to do the same to our children, to shape our children so that they will grow up to love the Lord, to fear the Lord. And they will grow up never to be influenced negatively against the Lord. They will grow up been mightily used because they have been trained how to fear God. We build our children to spend time in the presence of God, to learn how to hear from God. We build our children to learn how to serve God so that our children will be mightily used in serving the Lord. And children, your responsibility you obey your parents as they are helping to shape you so that your life, you will have long life tomorrow. Your life will be blessed and you will not bring a curse, death upon your parents, upon your family, poverty upon your family, a curse upon your family, but you will end up bringing blessing upon your family. Be a model child and as parent, let us labor before God and produce Model children. God bless you.